we're going to talk about the Cotton Club. And uh, the Cotton Club actually started in Harlem, one block from the greatest ballroom in the world, the Savoy. Savoy between 140th and 141st, and the Cotton Club was on 142nd and Lennox. Now, it started out, believe it or not, as a project on the upper floor of a building that was started by the heavyweight champion of the world at that time, Mr. Jack Johnson. That's right. A black guy started the Cotton Club. Didn't know that, did you? Yeah, he did. And he ran it for a couple of years. But then, uh, let's just say, uh, a connected man was released from Sing Sing and approached uh, Jack Johnson with a deal that uh, he could not refuse. Uh, so Jack Johnson for a time became a kind of a silent partner in this club because you see this was the advent of prohibition. And after this guy got out of Sing Sing, his side hustle was gonna be providing illicit beverages, beer and liquor, which was against the law. And that's what he did. And that was a great attraction. So it started out as just kind of light entertainment and this and that. But once the mob took over, it became very, very elaborate with its stage shows, theme shows. Almost all of the entertainers and help were black. After all, this is in Harlem. But the clientele was absolutely white because this is in the middle of prohibition and Jim Crow with strict racial segregation for quite a while. Now, everybody was there performing. Of course, you know, Duke Ellington was there, and you know, Cap Calloway was there. Cap Calloway actually followed uh, Duke Ellington. Of course, Louis Armstrong and Ethel Wallace and uh, Billy Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald, and you name the black artists, and they were there, including dancers, the Nicholas Brothers, people like that, if they had a profile as a dancer or a musician, they were there. The entertainment was top flight. And the ticket price to get in was also top flight. So there was a lot of money coming through this door, as you can imagine. So the entertainers who worked in this club, including the black entertainers, they were getting paid quite well, or how should we say, compensated for their services quite well. There was at a point at which police decided that this was just too much. Just open drinking the liquor and flaunting the law, so they closed it down uh, for a couple of months until a deal could be worked out. And once that deal was worked out, the Cotton Club reopened without any problem from the police ever again. And then it was full room. Elaborate stage shows, the best entertainment. Everybody that was anybody came through there. Jimmy Durante, Mae West, people like that. They came through there. It was the place to be seen. And not only was there beer and, you know, regular alcohol imported, you could even get that corn liquor 
Yeah, we call moonshine down here in the South. Oh, yeah, you can get that. Might have to go next door to get it and bring it in, but you can get it. And, of course, if you like smoking the uh, funny cigarettes, you could get that, too. So it was just a free-for-all for everybody. But all of this was done with the highest level of entertainment available in the world and the most select entertainers. Eventually, the Cotton Club moved from Harlem to the Theater District. This is near the end of its reign from about 1935, 1940. Uh, segregation was uh, less stringent at that time, so the audience became a little bit more integrated. People like Langston Hughes started to attend. Uh, the club lasted for another uh, four or five years, I think, and then it finally closed. So the entire reign of this legendary Cotton Club was 17 years. But because of the beautiful people it attracted, because of the backstory of how it was established and um, who was the, how shall we say, uh, hit management, because of the wonderful entertainment and the elaborate theme shows, uh, African shows, jungle shows, shows from India, shows that show the European culture, all sorts of elaborate theme shows, etc. This was just a place to be. And as I said, for the first 10, 12 years, it was a whites-only audience and near the end, it became a little bit more integrated, which was the difference between the Cotton Club on 142nd and Lenox Avenue and the Savoy Ballroom one block away on 141st and Lenox Avenue. So when we think of these venues, we always think of the Cotton Club because of how elaborate the entertainment and the kind of people it attracted. And we should. It was where the beautiful people went, and it's where every major entertainer performed on command. It is legendary, there are movies and books, and it should be remembered as one of the central entertainment venues in the development of American culture, both music, dance, and theater. Thank you very much.